What is going on, guys? Welcome to the TSO Podcast number five. Uh, I'm joined here with my good friend, Bobby the Green Jr. What's up, fellas? And our guest host, Akshat, a.k.a. Sing or A Single. What's up? Uh, and today, uh, we've got a couple topics to talk, talk about, uh, mostly around Madden 18. Um, want to get some opinions. Uh, hopefully, uh, we got some guys popping into the chat. Uh, want to get some uh, good discussion going here. Um, but uh, before we get started, I'll start it out like we always do. Uh, Mr. Bobby, what have you been doing in sports gaming this week? Oh, man, just continuing our, our hard knocks league um coming down the end here with uh, i think after tonight we'll have three weeks left and then um gotten to the racing mood and decided to drop 20 bucks on the nascar game just to see what it was like because <laughs> i remember you remember the old ea nascar sure thunder that was i always thought that was fun i mean it was the easiest game in the world but it was fun yeah when i was a kid so <clears throat> it's similar to that so i just Picked it up and started messing with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you mean getting into the racing mood? What does that mean? I don't know, man. You know, it's always that there's always a drought in my – the way I've always been, it's been like sports has it's been – football is balls to the wall from like, what, end of July to first week in February, and then there's like a dead time, right, because I'm not a big basketball fan. Right. I mean, I like basketball, but it's not like a priority or anything. Sure. Football's a priority. Sure. I'm from Texas. I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um. So, after the Super Bowl, I, even when I was a kid, you know, I lived in every state in the South, so we always, my, my parents would always go to like Friday night races and stuff just to kill time because it was just us. It was my parents and my sister and myself, so we would just go there as a family when we were kids and um so i've got a little bit of racing like in my background so this time between like first week in february and i would say probably to like when baseball season really starts getting going like i'll start watching it when it starts at the end of march and april may but when it gets to like june is when i really started getting hooked into baseball yeah this four month period or three month period before then i just kind of watch nascar and stuff and I've all, I always have. So when the 500 was on, I was like, you know, I want to play a racing game. So <laughs> I just bought it. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Long story short. Yeah. What about you, uh, Akshat? Uh, outside of HK, uh, I've been playing a lot of TGC, the golf club. It's fun if you haven't played that. Um, all of the FIFA guys, uh, we have a league going on the it's like eight or nine of us. The do golf a club, they said. Yeah. Uh, it's like everyone starts on a level field. I mean, no one's like – you don't create a player or anything that's better than anyone else. And then uh, it doesn't have any real courses in it, but it has a course designer. So people create courses that are similar to real-life ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, just been playing that and this and – a little bit of the FIFA League too, which is wrapping up for the season. Wrapping up for the for the title. Uh, um, for like each season goes like three months or so. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're 
on the final week of this season. So now we're just tomorrow is the last day technically of the season. So title races are wrapping up. I'm done with my game. So I'm just kind of waiting. Yeah. How'd you do? And uh, how'd you finish? Uh, not great. Second half of the season was. <laughs> you know. Nice. So y'all's guys' uh, cameras aren't showing up real quick. I'm gonna refresh y'all's uh, chat. And, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I think it's me. I'm gonna refresh real quick. Let's see if that'll get you. Nope, that left us. Boom. All right, that was quick. Good deal. Um, cool. So uh, we're you know kind of what we're going to cover today. Um, you know, Bobby had uh, kind of brought a couple topics to mind or uh, uh, to my attention here. Um, one of the things that we've kind of been seeing a lot on a number of different wish lists, wish lists um, out there from from pretty much every uh, franchise community is the idea, uh, or not really an idea because it was in previous Maddens, but the ability to track historical stats and information. Uh, so Bob, why don't you kind of lead us into that topic a little bit? Give us your thoughts. Uh, I mean, my thoughts about like, just, <laughs> we always talk about immersion, right? We always talk about being engaging and, 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 you know, we have a core group and those guys like to look back and look and see, um, you know, who, not only the stats, but the awards and, and, the MVPs and the Super Bowl winners and the playoff winner. I mean, all that information is just stuff that just builds into our franchises, right? Sure. So from there, we're able to, in, in my eyes, we're able to even create more content geared to our individual franchises to get our franchises out there. And th people can come back and look and see the link. Like, I can go through HK myself and give you, like, all the Super Bowl winners. But, and I can say that, but if people see it, then, you know, it's, it just makes it more streamlined, more immersion, right, right. more engaging to any audience out there on Twitter or, or through the forum or, or whatever. It just makes it all more engaging. Right. I mean, I just think we need, we need some way to look back and, and be able to track it and the game track it because it, that'll take that out of our hands to track it and, and give us all the information on our franchise from start to finish. Right. So I, I guess, uh, um, you know, I'll ask both of you guys kind of, where do you rank all those features? Right. I mean, uh, you being able to kind of look back and say, Oh, my running back ran for 800 yards as rookie year, 1100 yards the next year, 1200 yards, 1400 yards and so on and so on. Uh, I mean, that's like a numerical thing, right? That's, that's pure stats, pure, uh, you know, just stat line boxes. Um, how do you feel, um, you know, kind of laying on top of that with things like, um, you know, I want to be able to pull up a player card and see how many pro bowls he was in or see what years he went to the pro bowl. I mean, uh, you know, kind of, kind of lay those out for me. I'll let, I'll let um, Singal go. I, I mean, I'm sure he has a, an idea on on any kind of stat tracking he'd like to see. Um, I definitely want to be able to see 
Pro Bowls and just, I guess, awards in general um, from the past years because so far, I mean, even now, we can't even really see who makes the Pro Bowl easily. Um, there's no, like, one place to go look at all that. Um, so first start with that, and then we can, I guess, then I'll ask for uh, being able to go back and look at Pro Bowlers in the past. But that's probably pretty high on my list. Um, looking at past champions, uh, past um, – I mean, all the award winners, like best quarterback, MVP, uh, O-line, DBU, all that stuff. Um, I think right now it's kind of lackluster in terms of seeing all that stuff in the past. I think awards is the one that I want the most. The awards, I would go awards, Super Bowl winners, and then Pro Bowlers in that order. Yeah. And then whatever. Sorry, whatever yeah. stats you want to put out there or whatever from there. But it's always nice to see the progression of rookie of the year to the – or nothing the next year, or, or maybe the guy gets hurt and then he comes back and he's the comeback player of the year or, or whatever. I know that, that award's not in Madden, but it you know it kind of should be. So, you know, I just – I like to see that progression of the awards. It kind of gives us something to kind of trash talk each other about too. So you're actually – you're advocating that – um having the awards and things like pro bowls and stuff like that is actually more immersive immersive than having stat tracking over multiple years is that what, is that what i'm hearing uh from my perspective i think so i think awards and super bowl winners you know all that coupled together the information i guess that you would make that what would you call that an information of the league as opposed to just stats yeah I think that 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 information is is maybe a little bit more important than the actual stats, but I mean it's close one and two. But I'm just I'm always like looking at those awards, and you know guys remember that stuff more than they'll remember other stuff. I I think there's some truth to that. I don't I don't know. Um, seeing where you where do you land on that? What I mean, what what's more important to you? Um, yeah, I'm kind of where. Uh, Bob is on that. Everyone remembers Super Bowls, uh, who wins the Super Bowl, but I, I think the awards, a lot of times, I don't even remember who wins the awards in the current year. Uh, <laughs> but that's just me, like, not caring because my guys are never in the running for a while. <laughs> so it's just... Um, but I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a me thing. I'm sure other people are better at keeping track of current awards than I am, but... Uh, I'd rather, I don't know. No, I, I think I, past I, awards is probably number one on my list. Um, yeah, I think uh, kind of looking back, you know, when we had more active, uh, you know, NCAA leagues, they were, uh, yeah, I don't think I went back and looked at stats really that much. I mean, I, I know I did, uh, you know, for players I was interested in, but it was, it was mostly – um, you know, looking at how many all Americans, you know, whatever, right? Like, uh, uh, who was the Bolinikoff winner? Uh, you know, the last couple of years, uh, things like school records were huge. Like, I remember looking at that all the time. Like, how how closely my junior wide receiver was trending towards breaking the the career receiving records for whatever school I was at. Um, 
Yeah, I think that sort of stuff, um, you know, now that, I, you know, going through this conversation, I, I really think it was probably more, um, you know, more visible, more utilized than um, than the actual just numbers were, right? Oh, absolutely. It's just overall, it's more beneficial, I guess. And as being a commissioner in my eyes, I just want guys to be able to see what they've done. <laughs> So on, on the subject of rewards, like, uh, kind of, there's been, so I've seen this, I've seen this comment pop up a number of different times on a few different websites now, and uh, I want to get your guys' opinion on it. What do you guys think about users voting in award races, like, uh, offensive rookie of the year? I mean, do you think the users being, you know, GMs or coaches of the league, um, you know, should be should be casting votes for that. I mean, do you feel like there's a um, there's an opportunity there to be you know kind of um, I don't know gamey, right? Like uh, like everybody's not gonna vote for the guy in the league that has you know nobody's nobody's gonna vote for Tom Brady of the league, right? Because he's everybody hates him. Yeah, I mean, I think Go ahead. just like. From- playing something like OTP, it's um, there's an added element to being able to vote yourself versus the computer just determining who's pro bowlers and who's um, like whatever the different awards are. I mean, even OTP, it just, it decides the best pitchers and all that Cy Young and all that, that it does automatically, but at least all-star voting in that is user base, mm-hmm. which I think, I would love to see that in Madden. Maybe not for particular specific awards, but for Pro, pro Bowl at least. Um, even if it's like a 50 50, uh, just have computer or users do half of the voting and then CPU determines like some sort of weighting on the votes. Um, just, I think it would add another human element that makes it more engaging. Yeah, because keep in mind, there's XP goals that are tied to all that, right? So, right. Like, so everyone, instead of having everyone just vote for their own guys, yeah. I mean, even if people do, there'd still be some CPU elements to avoid having, I guess. And, and that's why I would probably like, you know, award. I think awards should be lumped in with Pro Bowl votes. I think it just should be like a, you know, seventy percent CPU, thirty percent user bait. Like break it down that way. Right. That way you don't have guys just blowing up their guys. I mean, the CPU is going to put some logic behind who they select and and who gets the Pro Bowl and who gets the MVP or offensive rookie or, or whatever, and you don't have, like, guys, you know, just spamming it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right. If it's 100% user voting, I think that's easy to manipulate and people would just – Oh, there's no doubt. There's no yeah. doubt. Um, so there definitely still has to be some sort of CPU element in it to balance it out. But as it is right now, it's completely just, I don't know, you just sit there and wait to see who makes it. Like you, you have no say in it whatsoever. Yeah. And then you move past the screen and you don't even know who it was, right? It was like, it's right. like a fl- flash in the pan. Right. And by the time you get season, you don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. And the, um, only, the only way to know is to see who, once you hit playoffs, who has like the big XP jumps. And right. that's just, it's boring that way. Yeah. What do you guys think about soft uh, stat? What I call soft stats. So like, um, 
you know, not so much of a medical history, but being able to kind of look back and say, oh, this guy's had, you know, two years ago, he, he only had 600, you know, yards because he broke his leg in week 12 or like, how, how do you guys feel like those should be like stuff like that should be imp- implemented into the game or, or if it even should be. Um, go ahead, Bob. Well, I mean, any any kind of information is better than than nothing, right? So, and, and I think, especially like if even like somebody like like a medical history like that, <clears throat> I think that would be a pretty pretty good you know piece of history. Sure. You know, say you got a guy that's injured every season. You you know what I mean? So. Stuff like that would always add. Um, I don't know what other soft stats. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what other soft stats we could uh, we could do. Yeah, another one would be like uh, if a guy was, you know, his first three years in the league was with the Giants, and then was, <clears throat> you know, signed another a different contract with the Redskins or something like that. You, like you would be able to see. I know in the old games you would see like. Uh, um, like the three-digit team identifier, right? That that was, you know, kind of on the left column of the stats. So it'd be like year, the team, and then all the stats for that player. Um, but you never knew like how he got to, you know, like what happened between those line items of, you know, the Giants and Pittsburgh. Uh, it just changed all of a sudden. So you don't know if it was like a trade or like free agency or he got cut or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think any of that would would be something on the radar as well, especially when you get thirty two users. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be nice. Like, um, and I'm just I keep going back to OTP, but like even in OTP, if you go and click on a player, you can like look at their injury history and right. You look at everything. Yeah. History. Um, like what who they were traded to and look at those splits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can look at. I mean, OTP is probably way more advanced than Madden will ever be in terms of like looking at detailed stats. But yeah. basic things like looking at transaction history and injury history is something that'll be interesting in Madden, and definitely something I would use. Well, they have a whole lot more, I think, flexibility. I'll put it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. being a just like a sim, or a tech sim league, or whatever. Sure. Um, Definitely gives them more room to do more stuff. Yeah, and I think the, uh, the the one of the bigger differences there is like not just because it's a tech sim, but because they, um, uh, you know, everything happens via the same uh, in the same plane, right? Like. Everything that's simming, everything that happens in the game, it's all just different lines of text. So pulling that all into one spot is like a just like a parallel or horizontal move, right? Taking everything that happens in Madden, which is in-game, you know, actual, you know, you and another user playing against each other most of the time, and then, you know, pulling that back out and putting it into different screens that are visible through, you know, a player card or a stat, you know, menu item. Like, I think a lot of that is, is um, you know, it becomes the spaghetti factory of information passing between different menus and, 
you know, from different tables, I'm sure, behind the scenes. Um, so I, I think it was, you know, whether it was any different or not back in the previous games where we had that sort of stuff, it, it just seemed like it was more connected than it does now, right? Like, at least all the different game modes and, and places you can go within the menus. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes you get in there and you just feel like it's, I mean, you can just feel it's missing those elements, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess that's, you know, we kind of, you know, it's, it's a recap. I think, you know, what we're saying really is that a lot of the, uh, badges of honor and the awards is, is stuff that, uh, you know, we think we'd probably rather see in the game at this point. Um, which is interesting. I, you know, w when you think of historical stat tracking and people talk about it all the time, you just assume they're talking about, you know, the numbers, right? They're talking about the actual stat lines, you know, year to year to year. Um, and, and I kind of, you know, talking through it, I kind of agree with you guys that, you know, I think a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, titles and badging and things like that probably, probably end up adding more immersion to the game than, um, just, you know, being able to look back and see how many fumbles your running back had over the last, you know, seven seasons. Um, interesting. Uh, so kind of moving into the, the next topic, um, another thing that's been requested, uh, uh, man, probably since two, two generation consoles ago, ago, uh, was being able to, you know, play your franchise. Most of the time it was offline back then, but today online franchise. And when the new Madden comes out every August, late August, being able to take your franchise or online franchise and just continue that file, you know, somehow port that file over and continue in the exact same spot you are uh, in the previous gen title. So, so you have like two issues with this, right? So when time the NFL draft hits, everybody wants to play with those new kids from college or, or whatever, you know, and, and that's what it is when you come into Madden. Like when we do team selections, people end up, when we do team selections, people end up picking some of their team. Some of the people end up picking their teams based on that draft. You know, but then you get into the season and you play three, four, five seasons, you become attached to the to the players that you draft throughout that franchise, right? So you end up wanting to carry that over. So it's like it's like it's like a fifty fifty thing. Like everybody I talk to is, Oh, I wanna play with this guy and I want to keep playing with this guy and I want to see him throughout his career, not just five seasons or four seasons of his career, but 10 seasons or 12 seasons or whatever. But then they're like, oh, well, I kind of want to play with, let's say, Elliot, you know, because the Cowboys drafted him fourth overall. So it's, it's kind of like one of those things like, man, it would be so awesome to do. But then it would be like, how do you maintain immersion into it 
when they want to play with somebody new. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's the the two the, you know each edge of the sword, right? Is being able to 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 not let go of what you've done, and then uh, you know being able to get you know the influence of all the new um, uh, new people, new draft class, new whatever into the game. Um, I think one of the uh, one of the systematic issues with online franchise and the stability around the mode really is that in a cycle, if you go really fast, you can all, you know, with 32 users or something close to that, you get through what, five, six, you know, maybe. A- I think, yeah. I mean, I think some of the leagues now, like, like a league on tradition, the TMFL, I think they're going to get through like six seasons. Yeah. But or seven seasons, but we may only get through six because we're a little, we're just a little bit off their pace. Yeah. So six or seven, we'll say. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like back in the day, the guys that have pl- that were franchise guys that you played on offline or whatever, dude, seven seasons would be like a failure. Like I wouldn't even touch, you know, a mode that went through seven seasons, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was. You know, every, everybody was in that 12, 15, 20 season, you know. Uh, you know, range, uh, you know, if you were, if you were really into it. So uh, I think that's probably one of the things that's missing. One of the things that made NCAA so, uh, you know, engaging and so deep was the fact that you could go 10, 12, 14 seasons, right? And the, the way the game plays, you know, at that point based on launch is completely different because the game's completely generated its own players. There's, you know, you've crafted the game to meet, you know, you kind of put your own stamp on it. Um, and, I, and I feel like, especially most Madden leagues, but, but even the ones that go fast kind of are missing that element. Right. So, so would a feature like this be able to, you know, continue, can, you know, kind of help build on that. Yeah, I think it's also harder for Madden um, because, uh, well, I personally, I want to see it happen. Um, I think it would be a nice feature, uh, at least have the option to. But I think um, it's harder in the NFL because uh, things change from, or at least for Madden, things change from release to release. Like things like the draft class. Um, so, uh, like the whatever the generation that they have for the draft class that changes from year to year. Like this year, the way draft classes cre- uh, are created are is way different than the way they were created last year. Um, so I I don't know. Um, I think there are things that it could also help solve um, in terms of late release and like late in the release how people handle their teams i mean even i kind of took advantage of the fact that we only have probably two or three seasons left when it came to handing out contracts in the off season but uh i think it would would definitely fix that i mean you know some guys just completely utterly have no regard for for that aspect of the league this late in the year i mean so so adrian kind of brings up a, a good point uh, for, for those who don't know independent on the forum um that 
you know, he he's he makes an argument that the free agent pool kind of gets so um, you know tangled around itself when you get you know the more and more seasons you get into uh, Madden, you know, with regression and a bunch of other stuff, it starts like as much as it affects the the franchises that are five seven years that range. Uh, I mean, that's one of the things that if you were to create a port feature, you would have to address, right? Like how, how does progression models from one game to the next regression models, things like XP earning, uh, you know, how, how do you port all that over such that you don't get into a, you know, a situation where your franchise has to completely become, you know, kind of grind to a halt because you, you know, you can't sign the right guys. The salary cap system's all busted up. You know, I, I know there's testing that goes on on the development side on, uh, you know, kind of that longevity uh, factor, um, but it's a lot of sim, right? When you when you have so many players playing the game a different way than the computer does, um, I think I think I think that's a real that's a real concern. Yeah, I'm curious, um, like. MLB the show has it, right? They have a carryover feature. Yes, they're the only I think they're the only game that does it. Yeah, I'm curious how it works for them because I don't actually play that much, at least in terms of like staying in a franchise or a dynasty throughout several seasons. So I don't know how regression and all that works with them. Is that anybody that does it online? I know a couple guys that do it offline, but you know, it's one of those things. In that game, it's hard to compare the two. Yeah, I was just – yeah, I wasn't sure if they had those same issues. I know regression's a huge issue in Madden where, like, even between last release and this release, it's completely different, and that would throw off the carryover feature, I think. And, and that, I mean, that brings up another slew of topics, you know, is there, a, there need, is there, does there need to be a set regression to do all this or set, you know, it all needs to be set years before right. you even get into this carryover feature, right? I mean. I, I totally agree, right? I, um, like I said, I think it's a, I think it's a combination of people. Uh, yeah, I th the desire to bring this feature into Madden is, you know, really a function of people doing something great in one version of the game and not wanting to necessarily kind of let that go. I think that's where it breeds, right? I think that's where it cultivates. Um, but, you know, quite honestly, I really think that there's one, there's way more priorities of things that need to be in the game uh, mm -hmm. ahead of that. Right. And to your comment, uh, you know, and Adrian's point in the chat, I mean, who knows what that's going to do. I mean, you may spend a lot of work on a title. They may spend a lot of work. You know, EA may spend a lot of work putting this feature in. You smash the two together, and then you get a, a bad result at the, you know, in the, in the next title because of some, you know, clunkiness in the port, you know, based on different game modes or, or based on different factors of how the game plays. Uh, so, yeah, I... I think that's 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 one feature in a giant bucket of features that the Madden community as a whole chirps on. 
and you know without really you know kind of laying that out and and seeing how um you know how it would how it would really function right and then introspectively looking and saying where does this rank internally to my own you know once and madden right i mean is is that really more important than being able to see uh who was on the pro bowl last year or the year before right i mean like that seems a little more core to to the game i mean if this was on the list of features and you put other things in front of it like like the you know the history of the league or or any number of off-season fixes or, you know, we've talked about XP scouting. This would be way down the list for me. I mean, way down the list. As much as I love – because, I mean, let's put it this way. Like, okay, so a couple, couple of releases ago, we tried something in Hard Knocks. You know, we called it dynamic players. So we got – we let every player that played the year before pick one of their draft picks that they became attached to and – created them and brought them over in the hard knocks the next the next cycle right but what ended up happening was and as fun as it was to have those players and playing with those guys they were overpowered coming into the next cycle because the the i think it was two years ago and you know some of the attributes were weighted less than they were the year before yeah it it didn't mess like you know it, it just didn't mess so it it was fun but it didn't mess so it's just one of those things. I just would put it way down the list. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. I, again, I, it, it would be really, it would be an interesting exercise to take every feature that, you know, the big communities, even around franchise, you narrow down, you know, put a rifle scope around those modes and, and, and really have, if you had some forum of have of a debate, right. Uh, you know, an educated one, which is probably impossible, <laughs> but uh, it'd be interesting to see where stuff like that, that gets a lot of buzz, but you know, ultimately would rank, you know, n- near in the bottom quartile, if not, you know, further down. Yeah. I think there are more important things. Uh, it, it would be a nice feature to have, but it's definitely not near the top of my list of what I think men should improve on. So what is on the top of your list saying, I mean, if, uh, if, if we gave you a golden check to write to EA to, to get, you know, two or three things in the game. Um, and what would those, what, what would those be for you? Game. Um, Oh man, you put him on the spot. <laughs> I know. I don't really have like a, a list of like, oh, this would make Madden like perfect or whatever. This would this is what I want for sure. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know a lot of the guys in HK though, right? Like they're they uh um, I, mean, I mean I think my biggest thing would just uh right now would be um being able to and these are like just nitpicking, I guess set a draft board for the draft um revamping free agency i hate how it currently works um and there's some gameplay stuff but i it's i would be talking forever if i talked about what i wanted <laughs> gameplay so uh what about free agency really bothers you i mean like give me a high level high level overview uh, I hate the point system. Okay. I hate that you can see 
what someone else is offering and that you can you can get one point above them and nothing else matters, I guess. Um, I think there should be more variables in play than just money. Sure. And, uh, one other thing, and I, I you guys have mentioned this in a past podcast before, I think scouting needs to have more variability in it too. Because like even in real life, not every team scouts every player the same way. Yeah. Um, which everyone sees the exact same static ratings for the incoming rookies. So I think that needs changed. Right. What's your, what's your number one gameplay fix right now? Uh, <laughs> don't get him started. Don't, don't get him started. Adrian says free, he agrees that free agency is awful this year and that he costs you about $20 million a season. Uh, yeah, that was uh, rough. <laughs> Me and him just went back and forth on one corner until we wrote up the price. Uh, but gameplay-wise, I don't know. I, I don't think there's one gameplay thing I could pick. There's just like... I, I guess Adrian said the ball physics. Um, I do agree that the ball physics are weird. Like I don't like the tipped passes that go 50 feet in the air. But Yeah, I think that's everybody's main complaint with ball physics. But I, yeah, I wouldn't say that's my top thing. It's just one of the many little things. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't give you just one. How about defensive passer first actually work? Yeah. Um, not being able to bump receivers 15 yards down the field. I mean, there's guys that ride, guys. And it's part of the game, right? But we have a member that will literally, like, fuck <laughs> the wide receiver 15, 25, 30 yards down the field and, and then get the user alert pick or whatever. And he, he does it all the time. And most of you guys watch who I'm talking about. I'm not going to call names out, but <laughs> he, he bumps a wide receiver a ridiculous amount. That I know that's one thing. I know there's a lot of complaint in hard knocks about the offensive line and what the way it works. Like it, it, it seems like sometimes I don't know the left guard or the right guard or, or whatever. I'll just stand there. Yeah, I mean, that's the best. I have. My current team has a left tackle who's like 90 run block, 92 pass block or something, and he – every play I spend more time – he's supposed to be my best offensive lineman, but every play I spend more time just watching him get blown up. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, I have yet to figure out why he sucks. And uh, Yeah, I, so, I the, so the ratings mystery – yeah, I I cannot figure it out. The only thing I could think is his strength is kind of low, but it's like, I, is that really what's causing him to get blown up by like seventy five overall guys who have like eighty pass rushing moves? It's probably I, it's probably a combination of this rating plus that rating equals this. You know, right? I mean, a plus I, B plus C. It's a mystery that in Madden I've never been able to solve. I've never had a good O line, or at least an O line that I can trust um but my other thing and i think they fixed they've agreed or agreed um they've improved it a little bit uh this year is man coverage and that's i think been a complaint every year so i'm not gonna like go into that 
Well, okay. ex- except for two yeah. years ago when two man under was literally unbeatable. So <laughs> it, it, it swing the pendulum swings one way, right? Yeah. I know last year man coverage was pretty much impossible to run. It was just, you could, you could run man coverage. I would run man coverage and I knew for a fact that I was going to give up like 10 to 15 yards on that play. Um, and I, I think it's a little better this year. Uh, but there's still some issues I have with it. Some routes are still unstoppable against man, unless you use her the corner. Um, but yeah, I, I I really don't have one particular thing. Just just a few things that I think. Adrian, he says he needs uh, some some better playbook variety, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, uh, and Keller says uh, wide receiver double moves. Uh, you know, none of them work. Yeah. Uh, but, so you can't set up. You can't set somebody up. And that 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 has a lot to do with man coverage, right? Like it's uh, right. it's the the reason double moves would work in real life is not implemented into man coverage logic. So. It's uh yeah that's that's a limitation for sure right now. Yeah, I think it's also part of like um, part of that comes back to the at least for me the O line issues. Um, if I have a receiver who's running a double move, I by the time he actually gets out of that double move, I'm typically getting hit. So I don't really. Do you feel like that's the insta sheds that are getting you? The insta sheds. Yeah, um, sometimes that. Sometimes it's just uh, I see a lot of like if you're if a D line runs some stunts or something, my I, I end up having two O linemen who are just standing there while there are three defensive linemen standing over my quarterback. So a mix of stuff. And again, this could just be my O line being terrible. But yeah, I, I mean, there's a trust me, there's a general um, consensus out there that you know because no one really knows what ratings uh, do. And, you know, we've got some really funny responses from devs, um, you know, when, when that, when these questions are asked, but um, especially people that are casual to the game, you know, they value overall, you know, the OVR rating tremendously. That's like the only thing that tells them whether a player is good or bad. Uh, and I think for some aspects of the game, if not a lot of aspects of the game, but particularly like blocking and, and the interactions that happen there really, you know, start to be, they get a little, uh, they get really muddy when you try to, you know, uh, dissect what is, you know, what traits or ratings dominate, uh, those interactions. Right. Um, it's, yeah, I will tell you that strength is a huge factor. I know that. I know that for a fact. Um, so, if, if you have even a good lineman that has low strength, he's probably going to he's probably going to catch more uh, negative animations than positive ones. But yeah, that's probably what the issue is. But I I've never uh, labbed it enough to figure it out and. Do all that, um, and then like even on defense, a rating like play recognition is something that, like, 
for I, I feel like for some positions it matters other positions it doesn't matter at all yeah like d-line i've played against guys who have like 55 play rec and they play like animals because they have high finesse and power moves so like play rec just doesn't matter for them but then i have corners on the other side of that scale where they're Coverage isn't that good, but their play rec is good enough where they get like ten picks in a season. Yeah. Well, it, it's it, it is consistency di- on that. It is different by position, um, right? And it is different by position by scenario. So you know uh, how defensive linemen act in the run game is you know different ratings matter versus how they act in the passing game. Um, Keller says D line uh, play recognition matters for screens. Um. Yeah, probably. I, I yeah, I read somewhere where like for D line awareness comes into how fast they get off the ball. Interesting. Wait, wait, which was, and, and that was, you know, it was a blog I believe by one of the devs that or a tweet or something that that said that awareness. Plus, I mean, there were other things that they were spelling out, but they said awareness for D-line was about how fast they can get off on the snap. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and it makes sense, but then what does their play rec do right there? You know what I mean? It's just so many things that, that are out there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't heard that one uh, in particular, but it, it wouldn't shock me. And, and the other thing that happens is every time there's a new mechanic put into the game the ratings get jumped around, you know, they get tethered to different things, uh, like the new catching mechanics. Like they, they were able to tie certain things in based on catch radiuses and, and animation meshes. Uh, you know, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's very, 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 very complex. And that's why it's hard to get straight answers. Yeah, wasn't there a time when I think um, for offensive linemen, you could actually uh, improve their footwork ratings, like run block and pass block footwork ratings? I don't don't remember if that was – I remember you could see that. um, Maybe that was NCAA. But, I mean, those were all ratings that, like, I never, ever touched. I don't know how much they ever did. And then now I never touch awareness, but apparently. So awareness, awareness isn't going to do much um, for certain positions. So you should, that's, that's one thing to recognize. Uh, and, and I think Keller's comments correct about the footwork stuff. I think it's only used in sim uh, okay. in simulation. I, I don't know that it's, that it means anything in actual interactions in the group. And uh, it's the same thing for what throw accuracy. There's actually a, there used to be a hit uh, throw accuracy, and then it was separated by all three. I don't remember now if there's still that THA in there or not, or if it's just the three. Yeah, throw accuracy has nothing to do with how accurate throws are. It's all dictated by the the, the zoned accuracy uh, right. ratings. Um, yeah, I know, like Daddy League still shows the blanket throw accuracy rating, but it's not. I don't think that's actually accurate. Yeah. It's probably a um, some kind of compiled uh, rating, but 
Um, with that being said, uh, we've been online here for 50 minutes. We'll probably go ahead and close this out. Um, we'll, uh, again, try to get more. We're being more consistent with these. Uh, hopefully we're getting some credit for that. Uh, we, we knew we were gonna, we knew we were going to podcast tonight, and I didn't uh, tweet it out until like an hour ago. So we still have to improve uh, that aspect of what we're doing here. Um, but um, we're, again... Episode five, we're five in. Uh, hopefully by ten, uh, we, we're in a little bit better, uh, better groove. Um, if you're interested in coming on to the podcast, uh, I know Cass mentioned that earlier. We've had Keller on already. He's in the comments. Uh, you sure, you the- want a drunk Cass here? Hey, we'll take anybody <laughs> right now. Hey, yeah, all about yeah. Whoever's entertaining, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you on here. Just reach out to me or Bob. Um, we, we have a calendar going that we're trying to organize this thing on. Uh, uh, as you guys might have might have seen on the site, we're you know we're reaching out to a lot of the leagues. We're getting re- you know trying to continue to make progress on the site and, and make it better for you guys. So uh, you know if you have ideas, uh, comments, concerns. Um, you know, I, I know Bob's pretty reachable. I'm extremely reachable, just, uh, accessible. Uh, just throw me a, throw me a message. I'm, I'm, I'm in the Slack. I'm in the, uh, forums on the, on the Twitter. Um, but, uh, if, uh, we'll go ahead and sign off. Um, you guys can, uh, can reach us, uh, on Twitter at tradition sports. Um, you can email us, um, at, Driftrebub at traditionsportsonline.com. Uh, we'll get your questions addressed. Uh, if you got a topic we uh, we want to kind of flush out, uh, we'll, we'll certainly uh, we certainly like to hear from you. So with that being said, you guys have a good night, and we'll see you next week. See you later, guys. Later, guys.